0: Westcott, and this is Katie Willie.
1: and this is To Be Read, the podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. Yeah!
0: <laughs> uh, Katie, it's been a while. It has um, been such
1: a long time. It feels like forever, but it is not.
0: No. It, I mean, it's obviously not, but... um We're only off by like a week. We're only off by a week-ish. Yeah. No, we're, we're down a week. We just... We both have in- insanely busy schedules with our yep. kids.
1: End of school, end of, end of sports. school, sports,
0: exactly. So we just have not had the time to get together so yes, this one's coming out a week later than typical, but we are going to have a surprise because at some point we're also going to drop a screenisode, which we are also going to record do today. today. Yay! So we're very excited for that. Um, so watch out for that on your feeds. On um, I- I'll fucking drop this right now. There you go. On Apple or Spotify, guys. <laughs> right. Um, Katie, also... how how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I want to touch really quickly. On Carrie Soto is back. Okay. You have read this, right?
1: Yes, I did. Um, I love the fact that you quoted the quote I read to you on Twitter and tweeted it at her because it's literally one of my favorite quotes I've ever read.
0: It's so good. It's just a fucking scorcher. Like I I, I, I call Uh it a scorcher of a line. It's fucking ridiculous. I love it. Um, I... So what did you think about the book? I loved it. I loved it, and like, did you only... know you cared that much about the tennis world? So I actually used to be a very big fan of tennis. Really, my cousin, um, my favorite cousin, was obsessed with like Andre Agassi, all those guys back Steffi in the day. Steffi Graf. Yes, yeah. exactly. All of those people back in the day, Pete Sampras, um, all of them, and. Uh, She would watch it in front of us, and I just got hooked on it. So I learned all the rules and all that Mm -hmm. stuff or whatever, and I watched it religiously for years. And then I just kind of, like... I think after when I got to college a little after that I kind of dropped off um I was obsessed with like Anna Kornikova back in the day I was obsessed with um Andy Roddick was like my freaking like my love I absolutely adored him but um so I'm not gonna lie to you that book made me want to get back into it okay and I looked up Wimbledon and Wimbledon is coming up actually the French Open is happening right now so I was like I gotta get back into um I gotta get back into tennis I do sometimes still follow it like I will look at like I, I like certain tennis players yeah and I'll follow them a little bit um but i haven't actually sat down and watched a match in a really long time but it was like riveting reading it it was so good it was so good i love the way she set it up we're not here to talk about this book but i need to talk about it for a yeah. second because i just think like taylor jenkins reed is doing something with her like career that i'm just like in awe of and happy to go along for with her ride absolutely with like the ride, her, for the ride. her her books for the are ride. just so fucking good yes and. Each time I want to like rate one of five and I'm just like, I probably can't do that. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I love, I love, 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 love her books. And I can't wait to read another one. But, um, a well, bunch this of one them, just came out. This, th- this was her newest one. And so I don't know what she's got on like in store next or anything. But yeah, I think this one was like earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe late last year.
1: I think it was I early remember. this year.
0: I can't remember but I love it and I uh, I don't know. As far as I know, I, I think know. just like all of her other books it's been optioned for like a movie or a TV show or something and I cannot wait to see it cuz I loved it. It was good. It was great. Um so that's all I just wanted to touch on that before <laughs> before we jump into anything else. So Um
1: I did see that Ruth Ware has a new book coming out 0 days, right? 0 days and yes. I think I just saw today that it's been already um picked up for something i think Maybe i saw show, that as well series, i mini, whatever it was been, i think it's been option something. for a movie i believe and then um kristen Hanna has another book coming out too that sounds really good
0: yes i i thought yes us? jess sent us okay. that yes um you the know women? who else does alice feeney has a new book coming out i saw that too in august okay we might have to we add just it just to have our, like pie our pie whole <laughs> We were just talking about the fact that we don't have very many books on our list right now. And now we got ding, 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 right? ding. Right. We have a whole slot, like a whole slot of books coming up, but it's like, we also have to remember that we like to be a little eclectic in our choices. Yeah. So we might have to <laughs> sprinkle them throughout and whatever. Um, But fun stuff, fun stuff,
1: fun books coming so up. So I did read um, since, so I finished People We Meet on Vacation, which we will talk about um, fairly quickly. And Also, since then, I have read Once Upon a Dream, which is the twisted tale of Sleeping Beauty. Oh. And um, I really liked it. Yeah. In that it was a fairy tale. Yeah. But I had a hard time following it because the whole premise is that um, Maleficent isn't actually killed when Prince Philip slays her. Okay, And when he goes to kiss... Aurora, she doesn't actually wake up because Maleficent has taken over her dream world, and now she lives in, like, a dream world. So it's, like, mirrored dream world and real world, and the dreaming Aurora doesn't realize that she's in a dream world, and she's told this entirely flipped version of her history. Okay, and I it think was I started
0: reading this book. Very
1: kind of, I I loved the premise, yeah. and then I was kind of like, there are certain points in time, I'm like, I'm thinking about this too hard. It's yeah. not supposed to make sense. Right. It's a fucking fairy tale. Right. So I had to like take myself back and try to not be like, but if she does this in the dream world, isn't that going to do it? No, no stop. Right. It's just take it Right. Take it for take it for what it is. Take it for what it
0: is. Yeah. It's just a fairy tale. But it was enjoyable to read, so. I think I started reading that, actually, and I might have to get back into it, Um. Is it is it like a black cover? Yep. Yeah, I did start reading that. Um, there's a whole series of them. Yes. But Sleeping this Beauty supposedly
1: is number two, and I can't for the life of me figure out what is number one.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, Sleeping Beauty is my favorite. I my know. favorite. Or Aurora is my favorite princess. So um, yeah, I, I, I love yeah. that. So I gotta. I, I I will read it at some point, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. If I don't have uh, too much other shit going yeah. on and so other books. um, I did just finish our, I finished our book club book today. um, The new one. The new one. I just got it. Yeah.
1: My Pango books order that shipped from South Glens Falls took like nine days to get to my house. You could have just picked it up. <laughs> I could have driven there. I could have walked there and gotten it. <laughs>
0: And walked back in, been
1: totally I got the nice. shipping notification. I was like, oh, that's um, not very far at all. And then I had to go down to Jersey and come back up. That's funny. And then went um, to the wrong post office. I don't know. It was lost.
0: Before we jump into our prologue, I do want to, my aunt, my aunt messages me a lot about the podcast and like books she reads. And she said, I just listened to the bar- Barbed Wire Heart episode. I read the book a couple of weeks ago. I agreed with all the comments by you and Katie. I had two favorite supporting characters, Mo and Will. Thank Katie for recommending this book. <laughs> she said her librarian thought it was an odd, like it's not something that she typically yep. like, you know, would pick gets. up. Yep. And uh, she says, Thank you for taking me out of my comfort zone and recommending this book. So, <gasps> yeah, I love that. So, yeah, that was, that was from my Aunt Mary. Thank you, Aunt Mary, for listening. That just we gave me goosebumps. <laughs> we appreciate you um okay with that why don't we just get into talking about this book you yes. have anything else okay let's go to the prologue. Yep. the prologue okay katie we already talked about it a little bit we read the people uh, i always i throw the, the people in front of it each time <laughs> it's people we meet on vacation by emily henry um this book was published on may 11th 2021 and instead of doing like a, my little fast facty thing facty thing. <laughs> <laughs> for a little fast-back to thing today. I'm just going to read the um, behind the book because I thought it was pretty interesting. I like that, yeah. So, um, okay. Every time I start to watch When Harry Met Sally, it feels like the first time. Not because I don't remember every iconic scene in Nora Ephron's rom-com masterpiece. I do. But because I hate Harry every time. I catch myself thinking, however briefly, I don't remember him being this awful. Or Sally really carries this movie. During their first scenes together, I find cynical, horny Harry almost unbearable. But when Ephron works her magic and everything changes... A softer Harry emerges, the true Harry, a Harry capable of great love and tenderness, one who only needed some time to grow up and grow on Sally and you. And together, over the course of minutes and years, Sally and I fall in love with the last person we expected to. When I started People We Meet on Vacation, I didn't set out to write an homage to one of my favorite romantic comedies, but perhaps it was Ephron who left this indelible mark on me, planted a seed of ardent appreciation for characters who grate and irritate and infuriate, until the moment they suddenly don't. Not only because they've changed, but because you've begun to see the full picture of who they are. And that was what I set out to do what and that was what i set out to write in this book two characters with no obvious reasons to like each other let alone love each other two people with so little in common that romance never seemed to be on the table and thus friendship could blossom that once in a lifetime kind of true bone deep unconditional friendship that becomes such a part of your dna that you could never feel quite like yourself again without it alex and poppy poppy and alex on the surface, of course, this book is a book about vacations written in a time before, before COVID-19, when weekends away and transcontinental flights felt much more within reach than they do these days. But as with Harry and with Alex, the surface image of a thing is rarely the truth, at least not all of it. This is ultimately a book about home, about finding it, about staying in it, about wrapping your arms tightly around it and breathing it in until it fills up your lungs. It's about a world built for two, the magical Venn diagram formed by a special friendship, you, me, and the sacred overlap called us. So while we might not all be able to hop on an airplane or stuff ourselves into a Greyhound seat, scour Groupon for discounted country music-themed motels and questionably safe water taxi services, I hope this book carries you somewhere magical. I hope it lets you feel ocean breezes in your hair and smell spilled beer on a karaoke bar's floor. And then I hope it brings you back, that it brings you home and fills you with ferocious gratitude for the people you love. Because really, it's less about the places we go than the people we meet along the way. But most of all, it's about the ones who stay, who become home. I thought that was really sweet, and I almost started crying just reading this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I'm tears so this episode. Why am I so no emotional? tears. Okay, so that's that. So Katie, why don't you give us our quick reader rundown, and then we can drink. You got <laughs> it.
1: So this also has um, Poppy and Alex. Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She has insatiable wanderlust. He prefers to stay home with a book. And somehow, ever since a fateful car share re- car share home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live far apart. She's in New York City, and he's in their small hometown. But every summer for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. Until two years ago when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks her what she has last, when she was last truly happy, she knows without a doubt that it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together. Lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything. If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) So this book um, was a very light, easy, enjoyable read. So the cocktail that we are going to have with it is also very light and easy and there's no reading. Um, it is a pre made strawberry margarita from the top shelf of the liquor store and I was told it mm-hmm. is going to
0: be delicious. I can't wait to taste it. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Going drink that right. whole bottle. She or he ooh, was right. She, ooh, whoever. Ooh, yeah. That's, she. Yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. That is very good. Mm. Drop the don't remember the name. That's dangerous as hell. That's dangerous. It's good. It's very good. Um, yeah, what kind was it? Now mm-hmm. I can't remember what name it was either. It starts with an S. Yeah. I don't think it did. Did it start with a T? I feel like it started with a T. You're thinking the strawberry. No, it's all right. It's... We don't need to worry about it. All you need to know is Top Shelf and it's delicious. We're going to have to
1: pause to get a refill at some point because oh, I'm going to suck that down.
0: Most definitely, yes. All right. Okay. Let's move on to our story. The story. <laughs> the, the story. story. Uh, Katie, what did you think about this book? I loved it. I yeah. loved it.
1: I loved it. There was yeah. no tears. It was so easy. I think I texted you like 15 pages in that said I've laughed out loud twice already. I am loving this. Yeah. Um, it looks like a beach Tree vacation yep. book. It is a beach Tree yep. vacation book. Um, one of the things I mean, spoiler alert, they end up together. Go Shocker. Figure. <laughs> um, but it didn't. One of my things that I really, really liked about it is that it wasn't just they finally broke their barriers and hooked up and then that was the end of the book. Mm -hmm. It wasn't everything is wonderful as soon as they hooked up because there was still the real world to to deal with. Right. Um, And and those hurdles that came with that and and the words that were said. Um, But I think that made me love it more that it wasn't just. Over and done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I feel the same way. Pretty much exactly the same way. Um, I know that I had texted you saying that this reminds me so much of The Hating Game, which is, as you know, is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny to me when I when I look at a book like this and I almost always am just like, eh, and like push it to the side. I'm like, I'm not interested really in reading that because I want to read more deeper, th- like deeper things and whatever like that. And then when I pick one of these, oh, he I got deep. fucking enjoy it. He sure did get deep. Um. <laughs> But I enjoyed it. Yep. Like, you know, I had a, a blast reading it. It's frigging laugh out loud funny, like yep. you said. And it's cute as hell. Like, yep. I just, I love a good love story. And I especially love a love story where it's two best friends yes. finally fucking realizing that they're in love yes. with each other.
1: Stop dating awkwardly around each other. Yes. And it yes. only took
0: one book. Cormoran yeah. and Robin, take a fucking hint. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's impossible. But... Um, but, like, that being said, it, you know, um, what was I going to say? I, I I do think that is a trope, obviously. It's a trope that, you know, yeah. best friends, falling in love, whatever. But it's a trope that I love and yeah. I think is fun. And I enjoy reading little books like this that make me laugh and make me want those people to fall in love and stay in love and, and be in love forever. And have that work out. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we'll get to, like, the little, like, the nitty-gritty stuff, obviously, um, because... In, in other ways it also reminded me of the hating game with you know like um you know Her sickness yes and like and the sickness the um the size comparisons the, of the marriage two of them. the size comparison, the pretending the, the, the wedding yeah. pre- pretending to be married uh the wedding that they attend together uh the fight that they have before the wedding you know all of those mm-hmm. little things uh, are very similar and just honestly just really made me enjoy the book more. Um, but it's such a fun premise too, about going on vacation with your best friend for a week every year. It just go someplace different. Yeah. And if we're
1: broke, then we go to fucking Nashville. And if we're not broke, then we go to
0: Croatia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It's kind of crazy. The places that they go to, and especially, you know, like she ends up getting, she ends up getting a job at a travel magazine, basically. So she gets paid, like she gets she paid She gets to go, she gets on, to these go on these
1: audacious trips. Yes. <laughs> all expenses paid and take her best friend
0: with her which yeah. is cool as hell um I mean that that's just a really really cool kind of life like I think that would be fun as hell but you know at some point it would get a little tedious and boring right when you're not traveling around for the fun of it anymore you're traveling around because it's part of work and it's what work wants you to do and they don't want you to go here this year they want you to go there instead and you don't really? want to go there you want to go there yeah. you know so it's um but it's a cool it, it was a really cool premise have lots of little things to point, like point out yeah. in between, but um, yeah. I did loved you it. have you ever seen when Harry met Sally? So <clears throat> yes and no. It, if I did, it was a very long time ago. Um, my mom like I, I would have been on in the background. I know my mom loved this movie. Um, so it would have been on in the background. I've I've definitely seen parts of it, but never sat down and watched the entire thing. I think I've only ever seen the one scene that's like the iconic scene right? Like freaking coffee house or jelly yes. or whatever. Yes. And I don't think I'll I've have seen what she's it. Having that yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has seen that. Yeah. But no, I've never sat down and watched it on my own. Um I don't... this may sound funny, but like I mean, I've never been super into like the romance movies i mean i love a good rom-com but like the old the older ones like yeah. i was never like let me yeah let me sit down and watch sleep this in seattle i don't give a fuck like you know what you know what i mean like those ones the older ones i like the ones that we grew up on with like drew barrymore even, in like, the lead city of angels never saw it <gasps> never saw it did see you've got mail which i loved you got mail
1: they're all similar they city of angels was like very
0: similar oh yeah I, that was also meg ryan too right uh yeah I think so I think so but yeah. I can't remember Nicholas
1: Cage is the guy
0: okay okay um yeah the only thing I remember about Nicholas about that movie is the song Iris by the who Dolls yeah. that's literally it. that's all I know about that movie um but yeah you know Rom coms are good, but I like to. I actually prefer reading them than watching them. I don't even honest. know
1: if that's considered a rom com, though, because it wasn't a funny. City of Angels? No. City of no. Angels wouldn't be a rom com. It was fairly
0: devastating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in that case, no thanks. I'm glad I, didn't, I never watched it. But, um, yeah, Yeah. let's talk about (laughs) this book. Let's talk about this book.
1: So, um, the reason I picked this book Mm -hmm. and I told you the, a little bit of this on, on the end of the last episode was because, um, it's it's because my legs are just all over the place. So I, I got it specifically for Steph, who was the woman that we met on a cruise that lives in Green Bay that we Mm -hmm. went to go visit. So I figured I would tell you, and I think I probably have told you, but I don't know really that I've told the podcast world, um, the story of how we met Alan Staff Steph on the boat. Now, granted, it's a boat, so there's only so many people you could meet. Right, exactly. Um, it was our first vacation that we had taken uh, without any kids since we had kids. One, Adam was two. Uh, and we were sitting on the top deck. We were still in the port of Miami, getting ready to leave and just like living it up like having drinks and playing in the pool and the sun is out and it was just like ah and it was September so it was like had started to get cold here and then you jump back to the warm weather and it was awesome and we're sitting on the edge of the pool and Steph and Al were actually sitting next to us but we hadn't even like spoken to them at all or talked to them and this woman um across the pool a, a fairly large woman um, went to go get in the pool, and she went to take her tank top off, and when she pulled her tank top up, her bikini top went right up with it. Oh, boobies. So <laughs> then she pulled everything down to cover herself back up, but she went all the way past. Oh, and no. It was just like, and it I'm I'm not kidding you. It probably went up and down three or four times, and it was just like boob flash, half a boob flash, full boob flash. And after like one or two, we kind of like did one of these like side glances to see if we were the only ones that were noticing this. And Alan Sufferer sitting next to us, and we're like, "You watching this? Yeah. You watching this? Yeah. This is funny." (laughs) 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 And she finally got herself situated, and she got in the pool. And then we didn't even really talk to him at that point in time. But then maybe an hour later, when we were actually pulling out of port. We were up on the top, top, waving to who the fuck knows, and pulling out, and it just started. Ended up right next to them on the railing. Oh, We that's were talking funny. to them, yeah. And then, like, we kind of intentionally started to hang out with them, and it was, it was awesome. They were on their honeymoon. They had just gotten married the night Aww. before, which happens to be my birthday. Yeah. And
0: it, I don't know, it was cool. Oh, well, that it is nice. Cool. Yeah, I can honestly say that I've never met anybody on vacation that I have kept in touch with. I.
1: Uh, i really honestly wouldn't have thought that we would have yeah um we did have a blast there was a point in time where we were i don't i don't fucking know where luke was but me and steph were pretending that we were al's two wives we, <laughs> oh, we went down to go like you know how cruises you have like the fancy pictures yeah so we were doing the fancy pictures but as like a husband with two wives just being Ooh, in a trouble yeah. you're yeah, in a trouble yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny it was, it that's fine. Fun. it was a good
0: time yeah, I you know how antisocial I am, so no, I didn't really meet I don't really meet people on I usually vacation. don't. I don't, I just want to hang I, out if by If that myself. woman <laughs>
1: wasn't flashing us up and down and up and down, I probably never would have met them. Yeah. But we've stayed in touch so I mean, that was the glory of Facebook is that mm-hmm. we stayed in touch and then it's much easier now. Yep, now. so when they had a baby, I made him a blanket and sent it to them. Oh, and that's cute. We talked, we've talked multiple times about going on vacation again, and then eventually they're like, You need to come to Green Bay. And we had gone to Green Bay, and then we didn't. It just, it was cool, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's a lovely story. It is, <laughs> they're such wonderful people. So, Steph, I hope you're listening. Al, you might be listening, maybe, but Steph, I hope you read this. Yeah, well,
0: if she didn't, <laughs> then, um. I don't know you're just going to have to get on her and be like, "Hey, I yeah, did a podcast yeah. and I mentioned you yeah. on it." So, um the first thing I want to flag I flagged in the book was the dedication. I thought it was really cute. Um and it made me just want to read all of the rest of her books. It's it, all it says is I wrote the last one mostly for me, this one's for you. And I just thought that was really sweet. I'm cute. like, that, "That is really cute and now I want to know which book it was." And I went back and it just looks like it's called Beach Read. Um yep. yeah, Beat Read. So yep. I'm like, okay, I've got to find I've got to find the book, but now she has more. She's books. got a whole bunch. She's got
1: like book lovers yes. and, and someone else
0: I gave to Jess and she said she liked it. One of my one of the people I follow on Goodreads um gave um um, book lovers like a five star review okay and like you know I she... mean we fucking love books yes so. exactly so and she's someone I she's someone I always like trust with her with she's very like candid in her reviews know? no I don't know this person it was just one of those ones where I think it was she I think she popped up on a buzzfeed list they're like oh if you like reading and are on Goodreads like this woman has read over 15,000 books and she reviews all of them or whatever so I'm like oh okay I'm gonna follow her ass and she has like how do you read 15,000 books I just I don't know I don't know that's insane but you have to think back and like i've probably read quite a few thousand absolutely absolutely without question so i don't know how now with goodreads it's a lot easier to track to track Mm -hmm. that stuff but i mean i there's still books that pop up on goodreads that i'm like i know i read that one so i'm gonna click i read that one because you know so every day or so i find a new book that i didn't realize that i hadn't marked off already so you know but i don't know because it. all i think all at mine are just like 500 or something but I've definitely read way, yeah, way more than 500 yeah, books. Exactly. So I don't know. Um, so anyway, that was the first thing that I flagged. And then my next flag is, is on page five. Mine's on page six, so go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> page five. I, the only reason why I flagged this is because um, Alex's cat name, cat's <laughs> name uh Flannery O'Connor, which I fucking adore. I thought mm-hmm. that was cute as hell. And um, Flannery O'Connor is a short story and novelist. And did you ever read anything by her?
1: Oh uh, no, because I
0: definitely didn't know it was a her. Okay, yes. Continue it is. on. <laughs> yes. So she is like I said. She's Not a that short I would story. know that
1: from reading, but
0: if you you can read the, like you can pull up a PDF of a, of this on on um, Google or whatever. You can just literally throw this into Google. Um, it's called uh, "A Good Man Is Hard to Find," and it is a very chilling short story that like had stuck with me for years and I actually just reread it very recently so write that down and just find it it's very quick and easy it's very quick to read it's it'll take you like 20 minutes to read it but it's very chilling very creepy and it will leave you like thinking about it for a while afterwards um I'm sure you read the lottery by Shirley Jackson a yes. long time ago. Yeah, it's we just very, talked about that. Yes, I'm okay. sure we. I think we did because we read something or yeah, watched something or whatever. You said
1: you wanted to start. You read it again, or you just re-read I did it again? Yes, yes,
0: I did. I re- I reread it, um, and this a good man is hard to find. I've reread a couple of times, so definitely put that. Like I said, it's going to take you 20 okay. minutes. Okay. Yeah. Let me know what you think when okay. you read it. I shall. Okay. I never <laughs> tell you anything about what it ever. Yeah. Keep You're that nice. all in. <laughs>
1: All right. So the first thing I flagged was page six, and it is the description of Alex Nelson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alex Nelson is a study in control. In that tall, broad, permanently slouched, and/or pretzel-folded body of his, there's a surplus of stoicism, the result of being the oldest child of a widower with the most vocal anxiety of anyone I've ever met. And a stockpile of repression, the result of a strict religious upbringing in direct opposition to most of his passions, namely academia. (laughs) Alongside the most truly strange, secretly silly, and intensely soft-hearted goofball I've had the
0: pleasure to know. I got done with that, and I'm like, I fucking love this guy. I, I already same, love him. Same. Like But here's the problem with this. Like, I know you and I are exactly the same. We always focus in on the guy in a story yeah. like this. We're always like, oh, I'm in love with him. Yeah. She better fucking end <laughs> up with him. She better end up with him. I want to end up with him. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I I loved every description of Alex without question. I'm like, this is definitely the kind of guy you give up shit for yes. and you like, like, what were you thinking and doing all of these 12 years Stupid. of your, like your friendship? Like, Stupid. what were you thinking? Seriously, you wasted so much time. <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's, it's nice. They had a 12 year friendship. They know everything about each other. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing that they don't already know and need to learn, but there are those little things. You know what I mean? Yes. So there's
1: the little things that you don't get until you have the intimacy yes, with a relationship. Yes.
0: And their fucking chemistry is is crackling. It yeah. is crackling. It's so much like Lucy and um, why the fuck? Josh. It's so much like Lucy and Josh. This is why. I mean, it Like reminds <laughs> me of the, the only difference is, of course, Lucy and Josh hate each other. And work whereas all these, the time, Yes. And
1: these guys don't see each other ever. But then they go yes. on vacation. Like, yes. of all the things that you could spend time doing somebody that you do <laughs> doing <laughs> with somebody... that you get along with so well. Yeah. Taking a vacation is like, it's the most outside of your comfort zone because Especially if you're going someplace you've never been, you, neither one of you are on comfortable yeah. territory. If you go to a country that speaks a different language, you yeah. are even further outside your comfort zone. Yep. There's all the things that could happen on vacation that are stress inducers. Absolutely. Add in all the things that are stress reducers on vacation, yeah. like good food and relaxing times and sitting at the beach. And it's such a roller coaster of emotion to not get to the point in time where you could actually bond physically with somebody that you are that chemically attracted to and get on on some such the same page with
0: they're idiots (laughs) (laughs) but anyways but it's funny it's funny though because it's just like i it's so they must have just been so um had so much self-control like, the entire time. Because both of them are attracted to each other. It's clear. How do they never have, like, one too many drinks
1: until, like, eight vacations in yes, and be like, oh, exactly. we shouldn't do this. Exactly.
0: It's like, and there wasn't, like, Alex clearly tells her later on, I've loved you since the moment I freaking met, met you, you, you basically. Like, orientation. Yes. <laughs> like, so for her, and that's this is, this is another trope that annoys me just to touch. Cause it's the same thing with Lucy and Josh. Same exact Josh same thing. Josh is
1: like, I'm all in. As I'm soon in as love met with you. you
0: I'm... I'm like, I've been in love with you. How come these girls are too fucking stupid to realize yeah. it? Like, that's the one thing I have. I'm just like, why are they never like? Cause it's in like my they're not
1: confident enough to believe that they. I deserve guess so. it? I don't know.
0: I guess so. But I mean, you look at real life, and typically women are more perceptive than men in that way. Mm-hmm. So it's really. <laughs> I guess I guess in in a in a fictional book, it's fun to take that and flip it on its head. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know these books are written literally for the women reading them, and it's like you want to see that kind of you want to see the man being the one to be. I'm so in love with you, yeah. and like I've been in love with you forever, and I'm so glad you're just finally realizing. Let me carry
1: it. you down a mountain. Yes,
0: yes, do. exactly, exactly. You can so, carry me up
1: first. Carry me, carry me up the mountain instead of down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'll
0: walk down on my own power. Yeah. But <laughs> um, what's your next flag? Mine's uh, not until page 81. So, so
1: this is the next one is not really all that particular to the specific book. Um, it goes to the character of I bought a used book.
0: Mm hmm and so i got something in mine this time did you i did what did you get i just got a little card can i just can i just yes, read it really quickly yes so i got i got i get i get all of that mine from pango books now thank okay. you thank you katie um this is the first time i've ever really gotten something inside of my book and it is a card to me so it's not like okay it wasn't something yep. that i just randomly found or whatever but it says thank you so much for your pur- purchase hope you enjoy it love christine so oh. i just wanted to shout shout out christine She's not listening. But thank you anyway. <laughs>
1: so I've come to realize that more often than not, I actually get a message through Pango Books from the seller. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen so that too. I have started to respond back. If they say, you're going to really like this book, I say,
0: I have a podcast. It's to be read. Oh, I love Please that. Please feel free to listen
1: because we're reading this. So uh, you've I already it. read it. Maybe,
0: I'll, maybe I should just message Christine yeah. And, yeah. and just let her know. Thank
1: you for the note. I loved it. I did a shout out about you on my podcast. Oh, I Bam. love it. I love it. So mine... Um, I told you I love this book. I got right into it. I was reading it at a camp. I was ignoring my children, ignoring my husband, my (laughs) in-laws, and I am flipping through and on page 17, all of a sudden I have this fucking blue highlighting Mm -hmm. and it fucking threw me. It threw me so hard because I flipped the page and I was like, holy shit, is my book going to be already pre-noted? What if they're not notes I agree with? Oh, my God. What if I love them? What if I already did all my work and I don't even have to do anything? And it is on page 17. Despite having top-of-the-line appliances, Rachel hand washes all her dishes because she finds it soothing, and she does so wearing four-inch heels. This starts the highlighting. Because she thinks flat shoes are for horseback riding. That's the end of the highlighting. And I was like, what the fuck? And then there's a note on the side that says, you need a heel to keep your foot in the stirrup. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, this is an asshole. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. And then I immediately went like this.
0: And fanned through
1: the book. Nope. Just that fucking line. And I'm like, did this person get to that line and be like, nope. (laughs) Fucking done with that book. (laughs) And just toss it aside. Because that is literally the only one, and it, I, it, oh my god, they were like, "Nope, weird. I can't, I can't, I can't do I can't, it, like, I can't, I can't get past the fact that they go nope, flat heels or front nope, horseback riding."
0: Nope, I can't put my belief past that. That's so fucking <laughs> hilarious. I absolutely love that. That's so funny. Um, God, I really hope that that's the. I, I, I really I hope just, that's the So case. do I. That is so fucking funny. But they did miss a great book just for that. They little did thing. exactly.
1: So my next one is only like four pages later, and it's a minute little thing, and I um need to find it on the page
0: you're so funny we, we would think that we'd do this by now
1: yeah um okay so it's halfway down mm-hmm. and it's uh poppy and her friend rachel talking yep. probably in the same conversation about the fucking shoes and washing probably, your dishes yeah. so rachel drains her glass and globs some brie onto a cracker nodding knowingly millennial and then i got to that word ennui <laughs> so i said ennui ennui <laughs> And anyway, no, I always, I've always read it as N O I. Oh my God. N O I'm not kidding you. That's and so I was funny. like, you know what? I need to fucking look this word up. Yeah. So I look it up and it has the pronunciation and I'm like, holy fuck, that's ennui. Yeah. That's what I hear people say. And yeah. I have never put the spelling of the word that I say as N-O-Y with ennui. That's and so And I made funny. that connection. And then at some point in fucking What's Upon a Dream, she used it. We and I was like well I fucking know how to say that now that is so funny (laughs) and it's very like it's funny because. but I loved the millennial ennui and I I was just
0: gonna say it's very relatable because she goes on to say um is that a thing I ask not yet but if you repeat it three times there'll be a slate think piece on it by tonight on your phone it's gonna show up right there it's so true because it's like you know I mean literally every freaking you know media person has ever said like you know millennials are crashing the economy and all this shit and whatever and like Has nobody ever realized that we're not the ones that did all that stuff? Like we're just the ones trying are dealing with the freaking pressure of it. So whatever. Anyway, um, that's and that goes on to. She goes. I thought the whole thing about millennials is we don't want we don't get what we want. The houses, the jobs, the financial freedom. We just go to school forever. Then bartend until we die. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but you dropped out of college and went after what you want. So here we are. Yep, exactly. Oh, it's so funny, so funny, and so absolutely true. So I. I wish I, I mean, she definitely looks, I guess, I, I guess I wish I, I had looked up her age or if we can find it anywhere, but yeah, she's probably hit, very similar. Yeah, She's probably very similar to us. Hit pause for a second and let's look that up. So I just looked it up. We're back. I looked it up. She is 31, which I would have thought a little bit older just by... You know the millennial on we thing clearly, but um, thirty one I guess is still typically at the end of the millennial spectrum, or am I wrong about that? No, I think it is because I don't think
1: I'm technically in millennial.
0: What what are, would you be, Zen? I am gen... the I'm like
1: the border one that's kind of between Gen Y or Gen Z and millennial, or unless I'm going no, the wrong way. You're going gen the wrong X. way because Gen X and millennial. Gen Z is now. Gen yeah, okay. Z is now.
0: So between
1: Gen Z and millennial. Okay, so Gen Y. Jen, why are we talking about this? I don't
0: know. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Anyway. Ding.
1: Producer Chris here. I got to step in before Tony and others send us angry letters about this. Um, Gen X, you know, according to the internet, from people born 1965 to 1980, millennials from 81 to 96, Gen Z, 97 to 20, 2012, and then I guess Gen Alpha are the kids from 2010- through 2025
0: um my next page like my next mark is on page 81 yeah
1: i so i kind of fell off on the marking and then i did fold down a couple other pages and i went looking at them today and couldn't fucking remember why i folded them down but i have a lot of things i still want to say about the book. right of course of of course and
0: and the thing about a book like this is like when we're flagging things a lot of the time it's like a deep thought or like you know that kind of thing and like i'm not trying to be a bitch or whatever this this, this book isn't a deep book you know there are certainly deep thoughts in it and i certainly grabbed grabbed onto those and whatever (laughs) but i do have one more note oh what
1: it's (laughs) 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 page 37 still in the same freaking part where she's talking with rachel You know I get anxious when I leave New York, Rachel says. And what would your therapist say about that, I tease. She'd say, what do they have in Paris that they don't have in Manhattan, sweetie? Um, the Eiffel Tower, I say. She gets anxious when I leave New York, too, Rachel says. New Jersey is about as far as the umbilical, umbilical cord stretches for us because our therapist is our mom. Mm-hmm. Now let's get some juice. That cheese board has basically formed a cork in my butthole and everything's just piling up behind it.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. How did I not freaking flag that? Because I died laughing. I was like, this is a thousand percent a conversation that I have with my friends yes. often. Yes. I'm just like, like I, I get, love I get, that. Yeah. I love that. Let's I thought make, it was Let's make hysterical. some stuff move. Yes, yes. <laughs> but that was hilarious. I fucking love that. Um, So I'm on page 81. And um, this is when... So I want to chat briefly about this freaking, like, this ride, like, this car situation that they did. So I didn't realize this is a real thing. This is a real fucking thing. So
1: here's the difference between you and me. When I got to college, my orientation showed me where the fucking ride board was. And you could sign up. So, you could say I need a ride, or
0: I am offering a ride on the fucking ride board. Okay, so this is di- I, this is different. I'm like a. I definitely rode with people i you know like had just to met. ride home but th- not, what i'm talking about is the thing that they do when when they go on vacation they just get a car from a random person who's oh, renting oh, out oh, their car yeah that's a real fucking thing yes i didn't know this yeah. i didn't know this i was like oh she made up she made up a fucking like uh netflix for cars or whatever and, like yeah. uh, or yeah, yeah, a fucking yeah. you know airbnb, for, airbnb cars. for cars and it's like this is interesting people like whatever you can do this. And I was literally just talking to a coworker. She's going to um, Utah in about like a week or so. And she's like, Oh yeah, we did, you know, that thing where we can rent a car from, uh, from just a random person. And it's only like 70 bucks a day. I'm like,
1: this exists? Like, I just read about this a I don't in understand. Book. So, how does that work for, like, insurance and shit like that? Because that would no be my idea. biggest concern. Because I, think... I
0: am old lady and I panic about things. I have no idea, but we might have to, like, we might have to dig deep on this. Yeah. Because if you can get a car for $70 a day instead of fucking the $200 a day that you, or should, like you to spend. Or, like, 100 bucks a week or whatever, yeah. and you just put the gas on. Exactly. Exactly. It's pretty freaking cool. But, you're. I mean, I'm
1: not going to loan out my freaking 2023 car. No, you know what I mean? No. Like, so, that but I'm sure. Clearly, is...
0: people who do this, A, don't need them that often, and B, um probably need the money need the money for it so what was funny about this one is that they just got this one and and (laughs) it's called an aspire or something and so they make for Aspire. yeah so they make the start making this joke about you know it aspires to be this and it aspires to be that and whatever it's a piece of shit car so um alex says uh on page 81 this car alex says isn't going to live long enough to see the end of the star wars franchise and then uh but who among us will, I say. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny because, A, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, clearly. And it's a very true statement. There, but was, another
1: whole, there was another sentence in there about it being just, like, the fucking stankiest stank mm-hmm. pot mobile mm-hmm.
0: ever. It aspires to not smell like a butthole. That's smoking a blunt. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I just like the butthole quotes. Yes, that's really apparently. what it boils down apparently. to. Apparently. But it, like, it's just, like, these little these little jokes that they can continue on and on and on like they have such a fucking ridiculously amazing chemistry the
1: personal inside jokes like being soft buttery and whatever that he carries their chemistry fucking
0: crackles off the page it is like it's so like hard in my opinion to be able to do that with pages in a book you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like it's clearly like they are so into each other and like eh, like this, you know, they can't see me, but you know what I'm doing. I doing this do, like, do. hello. Yeah. Um, It's just, I, I love it. I love their in-jokes. I love all of that shit. And it's just like, how, I don't understand how you, can we, can, like, we can talk about it because I don't think we mentioned this yet. They spent two years barely talking not to talking. each other, not talking at all. Yeah. And I was like, how did you do that? Nope. How? And that, but I love that they just get right back in And it's like no time had ever passed. You know what I mean? So, yes, yes. I love love it. I know, me too. I loved it. I love, love, love it. So I thought the Star Wars joke was funny. Mm. And then the only other note I made about that page was the service I had never heard of, the car service I had never heard of, which I'm going to check out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Ding, producer Chris here. Their car service is actually called Turo.com, which I find highly offensive because that's my last name and I didn't get a cut. Okay, back to the show.
0: And then I legitimately didn't do another thing until page 216. Do you okay. have anything to talk about before we jump in? <laughs> so there? the
1: next one um, I have is page 181. But I, there is something that I didn't write down that I do want to say. Um, have you watched the Trolls movies? Yes. yes. Okay. I love that her name is Poppy, and she very much reminds me of Poppy, Poppy. the Troll. Yeah. Like be, she's just very colorful, yeah. upby, quirky with her clothes, yeah. and w- just happy and go lucky, yeah. and like, we'll be get okay. Yeah. And I, that was a parallel that I had thought of at one point in time.
0: That was pretty cute. I, that that did not pop out at me. Um, it didn't pop out at you. It didn't pop you out at me, yeah, <laughs> but it is cute.
1: So, page 181, Mm -hmm. just to go like hard right, is this um, gave me hello beautiful vibes. Uh, She goes, he goes to take a shower, which apparently he's notorious for taking really long showers, which I love because I shower. Not just really long, he's
0: notorious for taking more than one a day. Yes. He just really likes to be clean
1: and warm in the shower. Uh huh. Um, But not having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Which, whatever. Anyways uh she asks if he can read she can read his short stories that he's been working on he says he can if i don't like them he'll be too embarrassed you got into an amazing mfa program i say you're obviously good if i don't think they're good i'm obviously wrong he says that if i don't think they're good then you of i is wrong please i say okay he says gets out his computer just wait until i'm in the shower okay i don't want to have to watch you reading it okay i say if you have a novel i could read that instead since i'll have a whole length of an alex nelson shower he tosses (laughs) me a pillow. He tosses a pillow at me and goes into the bathroom. The story is really short—nine pages about a boy who was born with a pair of wings. All his life, people tell him that this means he should try to fly. He's afraid to. When he finally does, jumps off a two-story roof. He falls. He breaks his legs and wings. He never gets them reset. As he recovers, the bone heals in its misshapen form. People finally stop telling him. Finally, people stop telling him that he mustn't be—must boor- have been born to fly. Finally, he's happy. When Alex comes back out, I'm crying. He asks me what's wrong. I say, I don't know. It just speaks to me. He's thinking of making, he thinks I'm making a joke and chuckles along. But for once, I wasn't referencing the gallery girl who tried to sell a $21,000 bear sculpture. I just loved that they, she let in that, like, that vulnerability of mm-hmm. him. And, I mean, they, she's basically foreshadowing, like, you don't have to be up here to be happy like mm-hmm. you could be where you need to be and where you're supposed to be right to be
0: exactly like it's not it's not always the the career that makes you happy it's not always the money that it's makes you happy it's not always the city that makes exactly. you happy it's
1: not always your preconceived notions about what you yes. think
0: and and the thing about poppy is that she like literally like fucking out of her hometown mm-hmm. as soon as she graduated, mm-hmm. she was like, "Bye, peace out, see you later. I'm never coming back." Horny poppy, yeah, <laughs> <Porny Poppy. laughs> and
1: which is hilarious because she goes so long without even having sex, and yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just like it—it it just reinforces, you know, high school is a, a hard place for a lot uh-huh. of people. It is a very difficult place for, um, for people to deal with and like, you know, a lot but of t- different kinds of people. And, and to be themselves and yes like. and and the thing i the point i always try to get across to people and you know i have a i have a daughter it's going to be very difficult you know whatever um i had difficult years in high school middle school whatever and i always worry about her and i'm just like the thing that i have to try to remember is that these are just four years of your life mm-hmm. high school is just four years of your life and then you're done you can be whatever and whoever you want to be outside of that so if one person decides you're this person in high school well guess what when high school is done. You never have to worry about that again, yeah. you know, and it, it sucks that people are like that. And I try to teach my kids never to yep. perpetuate those things and, and be a person like that. Yep. Um, it, just it just sucks
1: that that also happens at the same time that you're trying to figure out who you actually are. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're... And growing you're... and maturing and
1: yes. all of the things. But and... we've
0: also come to realize as a society that, like, we don't need to know what we're supposed to be doing at the age of 18. No there's like, that's young, that's Mm -hmm. young, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, I'm four, I'm 39 and I don't know what I want to be doing in my life. It was more than half my life ago
1: that I was 18 and I hate that. (laughs) I know. I know. I was actually just talking about uh, college with Luke this morning. Uh, So, our kids are, have two half days the last two days of school, which infuriates me to no belief. But, mm-hmm. Me too. Um, Same. <laughs> <laughs> like why? Why? Mm-hmm. I, whatever. I understand the why. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. And Luke's like, "Oh, you should have just been a teacher." I was like, "I tried, but I failed at that." And he goes, "You didn't fail." And I go, "No, I really did. Like that is the one thing in life that I actually failed at." And I was thinking about that conversation that me and him had this morning for most of the morning and I don't regret anything that I've done in my life. I never have. And I I don't even want to say that I wish I had done things different because I don't, because I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be in the situation that I am. Yep. And I was like, Thinking about the fact that I basically fucked up my first two years of college, which was when I was fucking 17 and 18 years Mm -hmm. old. And I'm like, that was a long ass fucking time ago. Yeah. Like, this year is my 20 year high school or college reunion year if I graduated on time, which I did finish in in 20 years ago, but it took me an extra semester. But anyways, you don't know what you want to do. You don't know what you want to be. You don't even know
0: what your options really are at any
1: point in life. Up until
0: who knows when. Yeah. And like your circumstances could change. Like, you know, the idea, the idea that, that we tell people that they need to decide what they want to be to go to college and like take those four years and you got to work towards it for those four years people change their minds all the time mm-hmm. and like the idea that we do that and then they're kind of stuck in a way because they already have all these classes going towards this thing and now they decided that they want to do this now like, they got to
1: take out another 150 exactly grand. exactly
0: it's fucking it's a broken system and a- another thing that just needs to be fixed you know like have college be um for pe- clearly you know we're telling our we're telling our kids that like I would love for my kids to go to college. I had some of the best times Absolutely. of my life in college. That's what I wouldn't regret. I Exactly. <laughs> I want my kids to go to college. But at the same time, if they decide when the time comes that it's not for them, and if we as a family are like, yeah, I can see that it's not for you, but if you're interested in something like a trade that you can do without that kind of thing, I'm all for it. I'm supportive. Mm -hmm. I'm still paying off fucking college loans and I'm fucking 39 years old. So like, I don't want you to have to be put in that position. I'm hoping that my kids wouldn't have to be anyway. I'm hoping that I could, me and John could help them along the way, but it's just, um, it's one of those things where I'll, it used to be very much like, you're going to college. You gotta go to college. You gotta go to yeah. college. Where are and you gonna go to college? Where do you yes, wanna go to college? Exactly Where do you wanna be. Yes. And I would like I said, I would love for my kids to make that choice and go to college. Uh, and I hope that they do because you know I've met lifelong friends, I met lifelong friends in college mm-hmm. and I had And some byproduct
1: of, friends. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. I always you know I always <laughs> consider you a college friend. Um, but it's just it's just uh it's a good experience to have, in my opinion. And um, if we could make it to where it's just like, you know, it's the life life experience as opposed to being so restrictive on your, you take more general kind of classes. And then like, especially for the first two years, then like work on deciding what you might want to do. You know what I mean? Um, Anyway, we got like really far in the weeds on that. But
1: (laughs) once you do that, you get a job and you can take vacation.
0: Exactly. There we go. Let's go back. (laughs) You're so right, Katie. You're so right. Um, okay, so I'm on page two sixteen. Um, I'm gonna jump a little bit from what I have, but um so on page two sixteen, Poppy and Alex and are with a girl they're on one of their vacations. It's not the one that six summers ago. Um and they are on like a raft with a girl that they met previous like three years previously at a different vacation yep. or whatever. Lisa, Lita. Lisa. Um, yes, Lita, I think her okay. name is. Okay. Um. So I'm just going to start. It's going to, you know, it's not going to make much sense in the beginning. So she wipes laugh tears away from, from the just starting to wrinkle corners of her eyes and heaves a con- contented sigh. I can laugh because I survived it. Makes me happy knowing Buck did too. She rubs her tummy. Makes me so happy every time you find out how small the world is, you know? Like we are in that place at the same time. And now here we are at different points in our lives, but still connected like quantum entanglement or some shit. I think about that every time I'm in an airport, I tell her. It's one reason I love traveling so much. I hesitate, searching for how to pour this long, steeping, soupy thought into concrete words. As a kid, I was a loner, I explain, and I always figured that when I grew up, I'd leave my hometown and discover discover other people like me somewhere else, which I have, you know? But everyone gets lonely sometimes, and whenever that happens, I buy a plane ticket and go to the airport, and I don't know, I don't feel lonely anymore. Because no matter what makes all those people all those people different, they're all just trying to get somewhere, waiting to reach someone." Um, so that's the first quote on airport. You're going to do the other part? I am going to do the other Good. part. Um, where is it? I think I got page 318. So the, the opposite spectrum is that of that. Her and Alex are in the airport and it's after, you know, they've declared love for each other. But now she's telling him again that she doesn't want to go back to her hometown and blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to get her to see that the hometown, you know, isn't so bad and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, his name catches in my throat. He bends a little, resting his forehead against mine, and I close my eyes. When I open them, he's walking onto the jet bridge without looking back. I take a deep breath, gather up my things, and head to my gate. When I sit down to wait and pull my knees into my chest, hiding my face against them, I finally let myself cry freely. For the first time in my life, the airport strikes me as the loneliest place in the world. All those people parting ways, going off in their own directions, crossing paths with hundreds of people, but never connecting. And I thought, like... I just thought that that was, like, a beautiful connection to make yes. on e- each side yep. of that. And she, like, it kind of just shows her growth in a way about certain things. Like, she's, it's almost like she's very immature in this section where she's like, oh, that's how I do. Like, you know, that's I just I run away. Just away. I run away yep. and I do this. And now she's realizing that the running away is is part of the problem, you know. And mm-hmm. it's it's not really connecting you to people. It's disassociating yourself from people. Um, so I really, really liked that. uh kind of two-parter the the book yes Yes. exactly because
1: it it is um it leads right into the the flip of their whole situation and the fact that that she essentially throws him off his game when she acknowledges the fact that she does have a lot of feelings for him but she makes it she comes across as
0: i'm not gonna change and make i'm not I'm not gonna
1: change and also like yes i do love you but but, but, yes, but. Yes, And whereas he's just been like undying infatuation yes.
0: forever. And we also, even before, before they, before they have sex, before they tell, tell each other that they love each other, she sees that he has been looking at jobs in New York City. Yes. So he is willing to, to drop everything he has yeah. where he lives, you know, th- a thousand miles away and move to be with her. And she's not ready to make that same commitment until you know the end until of the book she realizes, until she realizes yeah, that yeah. he is her home yeah. which is you know what i love about again about the the blurb i read at the beginning of the, the podcast mm-hmm. um that I, I guess it you know that's true like home doesn't have to be a place it can be it a can person be with. and a feeling yep. and yeah so i like that little bookend situation um and i only have one more thing quoted hang on why, why did I say that? Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, this is one of those things. <laughs> why did I say that? This is one of those things that just annoyed me. So this is literally after they've... Okay, so they've had sex for the first time. And it's in an awful apartment that has no air conditioning, it's whatever. It's pal- very sexy. The whole
1: sexy. Palm Springs vacation that was her week yes. to make things magical mm-hmm. and perfect and fix the fact that they haven't talked to They're not going years. well. It's terrible. It is one bad situation after another, after another, after another. And I just, I almost, I was almost uncomfortably hot reading some of those parts where it was, it's 81 degrees and then we look back again and it's 84 degrees Mm -hmm. and we go to the pool to cool down but our feet are burning the whole way there and then there's no room in the pool and and it's and, like you're end to end you're like stuck like this it's just like, like oh yeah. i was yeah. in that pool in the cruise at yeah. one point in time and i got out because it was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know they they end up going back and they're fighting and then they have you know they have they have hot sacks or whatever like literal hot sacks, yes. um out on the on balcony, balcony where and they then, finally got like
1: the window and, the, and it was raining down. yes yeah. and it was
0: raining whatever um, all the sexy tropes, all the sexy tropes. Yeah. Um, and then of course the, the guy, the landlord guy comes finally, in. The guy finally Nikolai? Yes. Nikolai. So he comes in and t- and he says, I'm sorry, it's broken. I can, I can put you up in a different no, I didn't so believe you, but my yes, bad. Yeah. Sorry about that. So they go, they end up going to a hotel and at the hotel, they both take a, sh- they're both taking showers or whatever. And she comes back and she says, for a second, I debate, I debate which bed to climb into In general, I love being able to sprawl out in a queen Uh, out in a queen bed on these trips but there's a big portion of me that wants to curl up next to alex fall asleep with my head in the crook of his shoulder where i can smell his clean bergamot smell maybe conjure up a dream about him in the end though i decide it's too creepy to assume he wants to share a bed with me just because we hooked up and this is where i was like annoyed with her i'm annoyed with her Mm -hmm. and again it goes back to the hating game because i i was annoyed with lucy and in certain things that she did you just both said that you loved each other. He is in love with you. Mm-hmm. He is in love with you. Why are you overthinking this? Yeah. So it just frustrated me to no end. I'm like, bitch, get your shit together. Yeah. And clearly, we know that you know there's there's this much book left. Yes. She, Which was a lot
1: more than I yes. expected. Yes.
0: And um, so she, she she just pissed me off in that moment. It's just like. Get your, head out, your, get get your head out of your ass. Fucking snuggle. Who doesn't ass? want to snuggle? Yes. Even if it is too much to assume yes. it, get the fuck over there and snuggle. But what's to assume? Nothing. What's to assume? There's nothing to assume there. I mean, I guess it's stupid that they didn't discuss it beforehand, but they were, you know, their minds were elsewhere and whatever. They wanted to get in the shower. They wanted to be cool. Yeah. You know, whatever. But it's just like, God, you just slept together. Yeah. And like said that you loved each other, and like you've always been in love with each yeah. other. Like, what the fuck is the problem? It's not here? like a random hookup where you're no. like, "Oh, I don't know." No, it was it was dumb. So that's just spent two years not talking, and exactly. now I'm gonna just be like, uh, yeah, that that part annoyed me. It's one of the like. Sometimes I just feel like authors, in general, make the girls kind of ditzy and dumb. But, you know, we talked about it a little, a little bit in the beginning, and, and it, that just frustrates me. Like, why can't she see that, like, that's what he wants? Mm-hmm. It's just frustrating to me. But it still makes for an entertaining read and enjoyable, it you does. know, whatever. It does. Yeah. I loved
1: the format of this book and the fact that we started with their oldest vacation together, mm-hmm. and it kind of, it kept bouncing back and forth with this vacation and this summer, yes. and then it go back to five years ago and four years ago and three years ago. Um. At one point in time, because I was at camp, I was drinking and reading and I got to a point in time where the most recent past trip wasn't their Croatia one. I no, Mm, Hmm. I don't know. So they took the trip with the two, with the couples, with their, with their others. To Tuscany. Yes. Yes. Which I was like. Yeah, this He's is not, not a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like it. She doesn't like yeah, well, you. Not, don't like her. Well, and that was what. Uh, remember, there was a
0: part where Alex called her, or texted her, and he said, "Hey, like, are can you are talk? Sure can talk a for a minute? Yeah. are you sure that this is a good idea? Or are you sure that we should be doing yeah. this?" And she's like, "Absolutely, we got to be doing this. I don't want to lose
1: my best friend vacations, and yes. if it means I have to share you with somebody else, then we'll make it yes. work." And it yes. was like, "Me? Maybe yeah, not gonna work. Yeah. Um, and then the so that." That was the one before Croatia. And then the Croatia one happened. And then I was further in in the book and I kept flipping back and being like, in my mind, what the fuck was the Croatia one? Like, I expected for the whole first half of the book, the Croatian one, to have this massive bomb of something that happens. And yes, it does. It's the one where they hook up and they realize, like, we can't. Do this. Well, we they, only kiss, do it. Right? well they, they only yeah, kiss, right? Yeah, they they kiss, yes. and they because they're drunk, and they stop because they don't want to. Alex doesn't want it to go, and then she's like all put off about that. Or maybe that was the one two one. I don't know. That was her. No, the Croatia one is the one where they go for her job. And there's the guy. That's yeah, the, this is the same one. This
0: is the same one. Yes it is. This is the same one. Is
1: the same one where they cast. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, because they finally get he they he finally passes out and on the last night of the trip they That's like, when they cast. Yes. Okay. Yes. So,
1: but that whole chapter must have been only like 5 pages long. Mm-hmm. And I past that, I'm going, what the hell was the Croatia trip?
0: <laughs> like it, I
1: expected it to just be this giant part of the book. Yeah. And, you know, figuratively speaking, it is a fairly large portion of the book, but it didn't take up a lot of the book. No, I didn't. But it was, you know, like, I think. Also, I wasn't fully sober enough to maybe accept how well it. Sure. Sure. Should have hit me.
0: But I mean, I don't know that it should like, I mean, come on the whole time, you know, that something happened between them at this one. And that's why they have kind of gone their separate ways a little bit. But then again, it's just like again, you had this amazing friendship, and you're just gonna I not talk to a person. I kind of expected them to have actually.
1: I kind of expected them to have actually like had sex. Yes, that's and, what I thought too. And just blew up the relationship, mm-hmm. or. One of them said they loved the other one and the other one was just like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And like it's something dramatic like that, I guess. And maybe that's what I was expecting and and didn't get. And that's why I just kind of like glossed over the fact that that was the commercial trip.
0: There was one other part of the book and I wish I could remember. Like I didn't. There was always these percentages that she talked about, percentages of things that she was like 99 percent of me just loves Alec for Alex yeah. because he's my best friend and then there's that 1% that it's just like what if yeah. and then that percentage keeps growing throughout yep. the book it's oh, like yes. the 1 to 5% 5 the, to the 15% the part that she can like shut off yes. yeah I shut off yes. The, the, the
1: yes but it kept growing it did, and growing because it and started growing. at 1% yes. for sure but
0: the, that just makes you realize it was never 1% no. it was always it was like, always 100 yes, it was just... always 100 or 99% in the opposite direction yes. you know what I mean so um, I don't know it was fun
1: I did love their car trip when they're their first car trip together when they were riding home yeah. and well what do you like well what do you like well you obviously don't like saxophone oh i think i folded down that page cuz adam plays saxophone and i was like <laughs> 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 but i, I, really, hate that, I really, really hate saxophone you really really hate saxophone and christmas music and then the other day in the car fucking Silver, my kids were singing silver bells
0: oh my god i hate fucking christmas music i hate it so much do you i do and i'll tell you the only reason why i really hate christmas music is because it's overplayed for yes four weeks yes be- and because people play it Too much. Like, I know people who will start playing Christmas music in October and And I want to throttle them. I hate them. them. I hate them too. I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? Don't skip Thanksgiving. No. God, Thanksgiving is my favorite. And people know this about me. I know that about you. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to hear a goddamn single Christmas song Mm -mm. until after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Pisses me off. I don't like it. My
1: neighbor, a couple years ago, put up his Christmas lights like two weeks before Thanksgiving and I got a giant inflatable turkey and I put it up and I said, I see your Christmas lights and... (laughs)
0: show you a turkey pretty sure i said that that's pretty funny um i don't katie i don't think i have much more to say about this book honestly like it it was fun i loved it i'm so glad we read it Mm -hmm. um i like i said in the beginning i put the rest of her books on my on my to be read pile but this is what it does like they always backfiring it is definitely backfiring (laughs) we're constantly adding to the list um but it was fun enjoyable read very sexy i a really good palate cleanser yep and I'm really glad that we read it. Me too. Um with that, I guess we'll go to our epilogue, right? Epilogue. <laughs> Haven't done it in a while. <laughs> always have to say it. The epilogue. Um, okay, so Katie, next we are reading Hello This time ta- No, This Time the, Tomorrow. The, the, by Emma's, Emily Emily?
1: <laughs> oh no, Emma tequila. Straub.
0: Emma Straub. Emma <laughs> Straub, yes. Oh, excuse me. Um this is one that I picked. And I think it's only, I honestly think it was just on a list that I saw and I liked the premise of it. And I was like, okay, interested. So I'm going to let you said
1: you're really excited for it. And I I am,
0: I am. What is, do I, I literally just kind of glossed over the, the front Mm -hmm. cover and basically it's a woman, our age, she's 40. Um, and she's kind of, you know, I think she she thinks she has the perfect life and, you know, um, and I, I really think it's kind of like a, it's almost like a what if kind of thing. Okay. Um. You know, if I'd made this decision instead of this decision or whatever. Um, and it's almost, if I read it correctly or I'm remembering correctly, I feel like it's almost like a time loopy type thing. All right. So it's like a so groundhog we'll day, day or like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's almost like it's one of those kinds of things. Um, I'm excited to read it. Um, <laughs> I think I'm getting the fire smoke in here. Oh, I'm so annoyed by the fire smoke. I can't even tell you. Um. But I, I think that's it. I mean, follow us on our socials, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at To Be Read Pod. We put up our uh, our pictures of our drinks and our books that we've read. Um, we try to tag the authors and get some, and it get works some fun. Sometimes. Sometimes. sometimes it works. the like, Bolotano or everyone's using yes, yeah. I feel like uh, five out of ten times it, it, it works. Sure. At least, you know, ish. It's like one out of two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> half the time okay guys (laughs) um so uh join us next time make your to be read
1: pile one book shorter or longer
0: (laughs) or longer or taller or taller oh
1: my god yes
0: okay bye everybody thank you to be read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willie. produced edited and mixed by Chris Turo. logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield graphic design by Steve Pius theme song read to me written and performed by Austin Maffa